Good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome back. You're going to really enjoy today's video. This is what Jesus really did for you, and it's not what you think. You know, many Christians, they think that Jesus only pulled them out of hell and placed them in heaven one day. That when they die, they get to go up in heaven and, and live for eternity, just happy with Jesus and no struggles and all carefree, which is great. And that is true, but it's only partially true. Did you know that Jesus paid the price for more than just to get you a free pass into heaven? What Jesus did for you, and I'm going to explain the three things that he did for you in this video, made it so that heaven can actually invade your life on the earth today. I want you to type in the comments for me. I will live heaven on earth. And as you're jumping on this video, make sure you give it a thumbs up, subscribe if you have not already, and share this with somebody that needs to know that Jesus loves them. We already got 120 on this morning. Praise God. Good morning, Amber. Good morning, John. Good morning, Adam, Rylan, Joey, Jelly. Jelly, is that your real name? Glory to God. We're going to get right into it. Hallelujah. Jesus did these three things for you. So that you can live heaven on earth. We already know that when Jesus died, he paid the price that if any man were to believe in him, give their life to him as their Lord and Savior, believe in their heart and confess with their mouth that he is Lord and he died for them, that they will not go to hell and hell is very real. I'll make a separate video on how real hell actually is. Hell is very real. Hell is very hot and you do not want to go there. The only way to escape hell, Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. The only way to the Father, the only way to get to heaven is through me, to make Jesus your Lord and your Savior. So he did pay the price for you to go to heaven, but he paid the price for you to have these three things in this life. You can write these down if you're taking notes. Number one, Jesus made you a friend of God. Somebody type in the comments, I'm a friend of God. I'm a friend of God. If you remember, Jesus said before he left the earth, I no longer only call you servants, for servants don't know what their master is planning. But because I've told you all that my father has shown me, I now call you friends. Jesus made it so that you can be a friend of God. Abraham was a friend of God. Moses was a friend of God. Jesus was the son of God, but also pleased God. Remember, the heavens opened up when Jesus was baptized in the river Jordan, and God said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. When you're a friend of God, you are well pleasing to God. Jesus paid the price for you to be a friend of God of God. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 12. I want to read this to you. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 12. Listen to this. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, Jesus entered into the most holy place once and for all, having obtained eternal redemption. When Jesus died and paid the sacrifice for your sins to be forgiven, it says when he got up to heaven, he entered the most holy place 
and he took his blood and he put it in the holy place. When he sprinkled it on the mercy seat, he paid for the price for you to be forgiven. He paid for your redemption. Somebody type in the comments, I'm redeemed. When Jesus paid the price for you to be redeemed, he made you a friend of God. God no longer sees you as some dirty, rotten sinner. He sees you under the blood of Jesus. You're a blood-bought child of God, and you're a friend of God. So you've received friendship with the Most High God. Imagine what it would be like to be the friend of Superman. Anything you needed that was beyond your limits, beyond your measure, you'd just call up Clark Kent and say, Hey, bro, this truck really needs to be moved. I don't want to pay for the towing. Can you come pick it up and move it for me? You know, I need this fridge. I just bought it from Lowe's. I don't even know if you can get fridges at Lowe's, but whatever. I just bought this new fridge, and I really need it installed at my house. Can you come do it for me? And Superman would do it for you. Well, God is much greater than Superman. You're a friend of God. Anything in your life that is too great for you to handle, God can handle it like that, within a moment, because you've been made a friend of God. God no longer looks at you as an angry God. He no longer wants to pour out his wrath on you. You've been forgiven if you've given your life to Jesus Christ. He paid the price for your sin to be forgiven once and for all. What that means is I'm a friend of God. Anytime I call on the name of Jesus, I'm guaranteed he's going to show up. Hallelujah. We serve a prayer answering God. That's right, Brooke. Thank you for that. Make sure you give this video a thumbs up and you share it with somebody. People need to know. We serve a prayer-answering God. Muhammad doesn't answer prayer. Allah doesn't answer prayer. Buddha doesn't answer prayer, no matter how many times you rub his belly. God is the only one that answers prayer. The God of the Bible, Jesus Christ in the flesh, died for you and paid the price for you to become a friend of God. Number two, the second thing that Jesus did for you. If you're just now jumping on, these are the three things Jesus did for you when he died for you. We already know that he paid the price for us to get into heaven, but he also paid the price for us to live heaven on the earth. Number two, he gave us fellowship with God. Friendship with God and fellowship with God. You know, sometimes you have that friend that you'll text every three or four months. You'll catch up with them. You'll say, hey, Johnny, how's life been? How's the wife? How's the kids? How's your dog? And every couple months you, you hang out or you see each other, maybe at a friend's wedding or your high school reunion. But there's a deeper fellowship. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs that there's a, a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Your fellowship with God is on a whole nother level because of the love of Jesus. The same fellowship that Jesus has with the Father the same fellowship that the Holy Spirit has with Jesus is the same fellowship that we have with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Jesus said in John the 16th chapter, I believe it is, it was either 14, 15, or 16, I can't remember, when he's praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, he says, Father, with the same love with which you loved me, would you love them? As he's praying for his disciples, the same fellowship that Jesus had with the Father. What is it? John 15, 9. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue in my friendship, Jesus says. So as the Father has loved Jesus, so does Jesus love us. 
That's constant fellowship. That's not just call your buddy every couple of months and catch up. We have constant relationship with God. Purple Cop just said, my guinea pig believes in God too. Well, I'm going to lay hands on that guinea pig. Get it full of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. All right. So we paid the, Jesus paid the price for our friendship and our fellowship with God. Go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Good morning, Kiernan. Somebody type in the comments, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. Praise the Lord. And for those that are jumping on right now, I want you to get ready to join me Thursday morning. If you don't know already, I go live Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Every morning at 1130. But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are shorter live streams. Thursday is the big uh, kahuna, kahuna. I don't, know, this is, I don't know. It's the big mama. Thursday morning, I take about an hour to teach deep revelation. To give you the meat of God's word. And you get to come and join me and we do Q&As. I'll answer questions and you'll spend time with us and we'll spend time in the presence of God. So Thursday morning, mark it on your calendar. Turn on your post notifications and it will be posted on the YouTube channel that we're going live every Thursday. You'll have multiple days in advance to join me. So stick around to the end of this as well because when I give you this third point, it's going to blow your mind. God paid... Paid the price through his son Jesus to make us friends of God, to give us fellowship with God, and I'll give you the third point at the end. But let's read these scriptures. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. Wow. A new creature. That word creature is also the same word for new creation. Also the same word for a new species. What happened when God made mankind, when he made Adam and Eve, and Adam fell into sin, it ruined our spiritual DNA. The Bible says you will surely die, is what God told Adam. Our spirits died. It changed our spiritual DNA. And it put us in a place of rebellion toward God, just like Satan. It made us children of the devil. But when God sent Jesus into the earth to pay the price for our sins and redeem us, Jesus gave us fellowship with God because being born again made us new creations. And listen to this. It says, old things have passed away. Look, all things have become new. I want you to type in the comments for me this morning. I'm a new creature. I'm a new creature. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and all things have become new. Because it is no longer Talon that lives, but Christ that lives in me, I'm a new creation. My spirit and the spirit of God have become one. I'm a friend of God. I'm in fellowship with God. My sins are forgiven. They're erased. They're forgotten. The Bible says they were thrown into the sea of forgetfulness. Therefore, all the blessings that God has, all the inheritance that God has, all the favor that God has, all his friendship, all his fellowship, it is mine now because I'm a new creation. A new type of person. 
totally new creature. All things have passed away. All the curse of sin. All the law of sin and death. Everything that happened when Adam fell into sin. All of it's been wiped away. And I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Now go down to verse 21. God made him who knew no sin to become sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Jesus, who knew no sin, he walked the earth and sinned not. He became sin. He took the sin of the world on himself so that we could become the righteousness of God, meaning that we have right standing with God. When God looks at me, he sees Jesus and he smiles and I'm his friend and I have fellowship and I'm forgiven and I can draw near to him and he will draw near to me. I'm a new creature. I'm a friend of God. Type that in the comments. I'm a friend of God. Praise the Lord. Good morning, Candace. Good morning, Camille. Good morning, Jeannie. All right, here's the third thing that Jesus did for you. This is great. We've had about 100 people on the whole morning. Praise God. Keep liking this video. Keep sharing it with people. Share it with somebody that needs to know that Jesus paid the price for them to be a friend of God. So he didn't just pay the price for you to get into heaven. He didn't just pay the price for you to escape hell. He paid the price for heaven to get into you. Praise the Lord. He gave you a friendship with God, fellowship with God. And here's the third one, favor with God. He gave us favor with God. We're going to breeze through these quickly. Go to Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Now that I have favor with God, I've received an inheritance. I've received a blessing. I've received promises from God. Galatians 3.13 says this. Christ has redeemed us, meaning we are redeemed. We're forgiven. It's wiped away. He took it for us, paid the price. From the curse of the law by being made a curse for us. So when people say, you've got a generational curse, say, nope, I denounce that generational curse. Jesus became that curse on the cross. As it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, so that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the Holy Spirit by faith. So it says, the blessings of Abraham. Go with me to Deuteronomy 28, and then I'm going to pray for you this morning. Deuteronomy chapter 28, and we're going to read the blessings of Abraham. If we've received the blessings of Abraham, we got to know what those blessings are. So we're going to find out right now. Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 through 14. I want you to listen to this. Now it will be, if you will diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. So I want you to understand these are conditional. God says, this will be your reality if you'll obey me. Being careful to do all of his commandments, which I am commanding you today. Then the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. God will set you above whatever's happening in your nation. He'll put you on a different playing field. 
He'll set you above every circumstance and you'll look down at the plans of the devil and you'll just laugh. Then the Lord your God will set you high above the nations of the earth and all of these blessings will come on you and overtake you if you listen to the voice of the Lord your God. So if you listen to God and you're a child of God and you put your faith in Jesus, he paid the price for you to have favor with him and these are the promises that come with that favor. Listen to this. Don't leave. You need to hear this. Verse 3. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the field. Whether you're in the country or you're in a city, you're blessed. Your offspring will be blessed and the produce of your ground and the offspring of your livestock and the increase of your herd and the flocks of your sheep. Everything will be blessed. Your basket and your kneading bowl will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in and you will be blessed when you go out. You're blessed all the time. No matter where you're at, you're blessed. In the city, you're blessed. In the field, you're blessed. You come in, you're blessed. You go out, you're blessed. And that word blessed means to multiply abundantly. Hallelujah. We multiply abundantly. Somebody type in the comments, I'm blessed. Verse 7, the Lord will cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They will come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. When an enemy attempts to rise up against your life, they might come against you one way, but God will scatter them and they will flee from you seven different ways. Your enemies are under your feet. They cannot touch you. They can't steal from you. They can't kill anything in your life. The devil cannot touch you when you're covered in the blood of Jesus. Verse 8, And the Lord will command His blessing on you in your barns, that's your bank accounts, and in all that you set your hand to, that's your daily work. And He will bless you in the land which the Lord is giving you. He will give you land. When you obey God, he will give a land to you. The righteous inherit the land because we're blessed. Hallelujah. Verse 9. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself, just as he swore to you, if you will keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. When you walk in the ways of God, you're so blessed you don't know what to do with it. Hallelujah. Verse 10. All people of the earth shall see you and that you are called by the name of the Lord and they shall be afraid of you. People will look at you and say, that person is so blessed. I don't know what's going on, but there must be a God. I'm not getting involved with that person. I'm not going to speak against that person. I'm not coming against that person. There's clearly something supernatural happening in their life. Verse 11, let's close up here. The Lord will make you overflow in prosperity. I'm going to say that again because I know it irritates a lot of people. The Lord will make you overflow in prosperity. Praise God. In the offspring of your body, in the offspring of your livestock, and in the produce of your ground, in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, the Lord will open up to you his good treasure, the heavens, to give rain to your land in its season, and to bless all the work of your hands. You will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow. The Lord will make you the head and never the tail. You will only be above and you will not be beneath. 
if you listen to the commandments of the Lord your God, which I am commanding you today, to observe and to do them. Also, you shall not turn aside from any of the words which I am commanding you today to the right hand or to the left hand to go after other gods. God paid the price when he sent his son into the earth to make you a friend of God, to give you fellowship with him, and to pour out his favor on your life so that you wake up every morning and you say, I'm blessed. I am not cursed. The devil's under my feet. The devourer is rebuked for my sake. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. I'm the head. I'm not the tail. I only go up. I'm never beneath. And the Lord will command his blessing on your life. Friendship, fellowship, and favor with God was the price that was paid. So you can expect all three of those things to be your reality. Hallelujah. Make sure if you're jumping on right now, you give this video a thumbs up, subscribe if you haven't already, and share it with a friend. And I want to pray for you this morning. I pray that God will open up your eyes in new ways to give you fresh revelation of what it means to be his friend and to have fellowship with him and to live in favor. Before I pray for you, I want to give you an opportunity this morning to give to the ministry. You'll see on your screen right now that there's different ways that you can give financially to help us to continue advancing God's kingdom. Currently, we're feeding 1,200 kids every month in other nations. Starting today, we will be increasing that to 1,500 kids. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we can bless people. So if you have a heart to help Generation Z and to make sure that this generation gets the word of God in them, you can help us to continue advancing the gospel by giving financially on the screen. Cash app, dollar sign, Revival Way. Venmo is at Revival Way. PayPal is at Revival Way. Or you can become a fund or monthly financial partner on our website, RevivalWay.com. I highly recommend that. I say this often, but many people become financial monthly partners with Starbucks and not with the kingdom of God where they'll spend 50 to to $100 every month on their coffee, but not on the kingdom of God. I don't believe that'll be you. I believe you're going to be someone that helps advance God's kingdom. So if that is you and you want to help us today, we'd be blessed with your giving. I'll leave the giving up on the screen for a second, and I'm going to pray for you. Father, any person that gives today, I pray that you increase them financially to totally new realms, Take them higher than they've ever been before. Open up the windows of heaven on their life. We thank you that your word guarantees whatever a man sows, he also reaps. We call forth men to give liberally into our bosoms. Angels cause the word to work and cause the money to come. Satan, take your hands off our money. We worship you this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, Father, with our finances. And everybody said, Amen. And Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for your giving. We really do appreciate it. It makes a major difference. Thank you, uh, Sam Harris, for giving over the weekend. Brooklyn gave over the weekend. And if I'm missing anybody else, I apologize. I know we've been seeing some new monthly partners on our website. So we're very thankful. You can also give through Super Chat, I believe, on YouTube. And we're increasing. I'm believing God that we'll get over 100 monthly partners. 
that will give $50 to $100 a piece each and every month. If that's you, I encourage you, go to our website, RevivalWay.com, and become a monthly partner. We really appreciate it, and we love you. And anyone that becomes a monthly partner, every month I do a monthly partner Zoom call where we all join on a Zoom session, and I go deep. I answer your questions. I pray for you, and I teach you the secrets that are in God's Word on a different level than I teach other people. We go a little bit deeper for those that give every month because people can handle it if they're givers. Well, these are the three things that Jesus did for you other than got you out of hell and into heaven. So I thank you very much. I bless you this morning, and I can't wait to see you tomorrow morning. Don't forget, make sure you join us Thursday morning as well, and join us live because it's going to be a fun one. Adios.